Keeping it real with Aisha, RD and Prime. On the Mix Breakfast. Hanson Lee joins us on the show today. He's the founder of Homo Sapien Movement and Yoga Studio all to promote men's health for this month. It is November. Yes, so because the lack of the awareness of it, therefore, it, there's actually a lot of shame attached to being vulnerable. You know, it's tied into being seen as weak and it, it, it makes us feel like we don't want to show that side of ourselves because if we do, we're going to be threatened. Someone's going to take advantage of it and we'll be seen as weak. So there's a lot of shame attached to it, to be honest. How have women or maybe society or media uh, have actually played a part in building up this whole toxic masculinity? You know, women do play a part, but not so much so as that they contributed to it. Uh, But I think that when there is an imbalance, if you think about it, all of us actually have some masculinity and some feminine in all of us. Think about it this way, in short, masculine expresses itself through stillness, awareness, and presence, while the feminine expresses itself through feeling, expressing, and flowing. So they are actually merely just energetic polarities to each other. And we all have both, some of us more towards one, but there are also some of us which are quite balanced. Right, Prem? I think you're quite balanced. I, yes. Yeah. I you caught me off guard, I panicked. I'd actually say so. I, I'd actually quite agree oh, yeah? that you're mm. balanced. Yeah, because you are in touch with your emotions. You have no issues vocalizing them. E- emoting myself. Emoting. I'm an emoticon. <laughs> right, right, right. And you then know, you, you can't know. sit still. They're fluidity. Yeah. You know, usually you would need one of the other side to sort of bring them back in. The The toxic masculinity is, is rampant among men and females. You know, mm, and that's, that's there's no one's fault to it. I think it's just how society grew, and and because we found one way of of progress, um, we think that that that's the only way. But what we don't realize is that we're creating toxicity because there's an imbalance. Personally, men need to heal their own feminine within, but it's a really really hard thing to get into. So what could help is women who have slightly more innate connection towards the femininity, they can help us. The women can help us bring back that that level of uh, femininity within us. How can women, for example, help support men when it comes to toxic masculinity? I think just like checking in, like, hey, is everything okay? You know, like create a very safe space to sort of like talk about things like, hey, you know, you, you seem kind of off. Is there something bothering you? You know, and then just trying to listen without judgment. When, once a person feels like it's safe and they can be heard, so much just gets released. And once that gets released, there's no more tension. And the diffusion comes from a lot of conversation through listening, through intimacy, actually, if you want to talk about it. And I don't mean it in a physical sense. I just mean it from an emotional sense. When there's intimacy, people naturally feel like, oh, I'm seen, I'm heard, and therefore they feel like, oh, it's okay. Whatever I'm feeling, it's okay. And I think that's what we want to teach our children, right? Mm -hmm. That it's okay to feel things and not necessarily have to translate it into something that it's something wrong about us. I'll go back to my husband as an example. And the many years that we've been together, right? bringing out the husband now. (laughs) (laughs) The many years that we've been together. So in the beginning of the relationship, it was very, for me, eh? it was a very like uh, black or white. My role is this, your role is that. Mm. I'm supposed to be like this, you're supposed to be like that. Right. Right. And then as the relationship grew, I also started... 
you know, rather than just just expecting me to be the emotional one, it's just really just acknowledging him and his needs and his emotions. Yeah. And really, yeah. when I ask, like, are you okay? Really just listening to him. Because in, in, in the beginning, he wouldn't purely say, hey, I'm feeling like this. I'm feeling yeah. like that. He wouldn't really yeah. list it up. Yeah. But he would say words, keywords, that if I didn't pick up on it, if I wasn't listening and paying attention, I would miss it. Uh, you know, that's a great example, uh, Aisha, because, you know, men, we, let, we lack the vocabulary and we lack the initiation into building our emotional intelligence. You know, I remember at one point in my life that I couldn't, you know, and this is what we call armoring, where your heart has almost like a layer of shielding over it, and therefore nothing can penetrate because then you're like, haha, not, no, nothing can affect me mm, because yeah. we think that that's how we should be as men, right? Like nothing affects me. I'm just going out and do what I need to do, be responsible, meet expectations, go out and slay, kill, whatever it is, you know, achieve success and all that. Uh, and not feel anything along the way. And and that actually is a double-edged sword because w- what can't come in, it can't also go out. As someone who's very vocal and an advocate for these kind of things, right? Do yeah. you receive any negative pushback from people with differing opinions or not? If I had to highlight some of the resistance that I've found is that it usually stems from men who have been heavily armoured in their hearts and have very little emotional depth because when you don't have access to your feelings you start rationalizing everything and mm. it's rationalizing is not a bad thing of course there, there, there are things that we need to rationalize but i feel like sometimes matters of the heart shouldn't be rationalized immediately we need to feel it first right and then we use our rationality then it becomes a much more complete experience of what is actually going through us Sometimes when we over-intellectualize things, the mind is very, very powerful. It can find ways to distort, to manipulate, to twist and turn the truth. Or worst case scenario, it can create self-serving narratives Mm. that completely disregards what the other people's feeling or experiencing. I think we have a term for it now. It's called gaslighting. Mm -hmm. As you get older, you realize all things are not black and white. They they kind of hang out in the, the gray area. And it really is about how many perspectives you can hold simultaneously. Once we start shutting ourselves off and, and alienating, that's when we, we, we make the other of the person. Oh, you're the other. This is me. And there's no commonality and the bridging can't happen. So I would say uh, if there were resistance, it, w- it would be from people like that. By what the way, does it take to be... A man in 2022 Mm. and beyond. Okay, I think it's best I take a breath first. Yes, flex those guns first. (laughs) I believe we are in the midst of one of the biggest shifts in humanity, whereby men are invited to step into a new paradigm of masculinity. One that requires us to expand our minds and open our hearts. I think in 2022, a man needs to prioritize growth over comfort, depth over superficiality, and the well-being of others over his own. Yeah. What can they do to start? Like, What are the first few uh, steps that one can do to prioritize growth, like you said? To start off, you can always go seek help. And here's a little plug. I also hold a men's circle once every fortnight at my yoga and movement studio called Homo Sapiens, where men can come and really work on these aspects of themselves 
and be held accountable by other men so that they actually do the work. And I think if this is something not uh, accessible to people, I think one of the simplest things to start doing is to get really still and quiet. And that's why meditation is such a powerful tool to, uh, uh, to, to embrace and to practice because the moment you start allowing yourself to arrive at a space within, then you will have a little bit more clarity of where you are in life or where your development is as a person. I think that when there's too much motion in, you know, mentally and physically, you don't get a very clear picture. Just imagine if you're looking at a pond, if the water is, you know, moving, you can't see a clear reflection. But once the water is still, you can have a very clear idea of what you're looking at. I really like that description of what, what you did. Hanson Lee on the show with us today uh, talking about toxic masculinity for men's health matter. It's our week-long campaign. I, I share RD and Prane on The Mixed Breakfast. Keep it, Keep right, it right here. With today's best music.